Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Steeler fans, welcome to a brand new episode. Whether you're watching on YouTube, listening or on podcast, it doesn't matter. It's a new show. It's Steelers one-on-one. What I thought of was I wanted a way to kind of get other people's perspectives on the Steelers. Look, if you follow the Steelers news, if you follow the standard is the standard behind the steel curtain.com's major podcast, well, then you know what my opinions are. But what about everyone else? That's where this show came from, and that's why I brought in a good friend of mine, used to be a contributor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, Christopher Carter, who now is at DKPittsburghSports.com. Chris, how are you, my friend? Jeff, I'm doing great. It's great to be back with you, man. I miss being on the Standard of the Standard with Lance, telling my man what's <laughs> happening, uh, but great to be back on this, back with you guys. Absolutely. Now, before we get talking about uh, you know the black and gold, the Pittsburgh Steelers, go ahead and tell us what you're doing at DK Pittsburgh Sports, how people can find the website, and anything else you want to say about the website. So my, I, I'm the NFL analyst for DKPittsburghSports.com. Essentially, if you followed me at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com years ago where I was doing film studies, I do a much more extensive version of that for DKPittsburghSports.com right now so if you want to check us out dkpittsburghsports.com we cover everything pittsburgh between the pirates the penguins the steelers Pitt, duquesne robert morris west virginia the riverhounds the soccer team uh we have penn state coverage as well um you know we even do some point park when 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 they have stuff going but the point is everything pittsburgh we 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 cover it where we have a great coverage we have lance lizowski doing a great job on the pirates as as they go through their things we have chris bradford on the penguins with dayon kovacevic covering everything and my buddy dale lolly's our nfl beat writer he's doing a great job you can also see great photography photography from matt sunday my current column is called carter's classroom where i break down film 
all the time on the Steelers, on their opponents, on draft, on draftees, and just giving you that that X and O's football analysis that real football fans always want to get. So that's what I have there. I learned it from behind the while well, I was at behind the steel, steel curtain.com. So definitely uh, always got love for the site and I always check in to see what Jeff and them are doing. But I'm, I'm glad to do that. And I suggest you come and check us out. We have a 99 cent uh, deal where you can come and try us out for a month. If you don't like us, you can you can we, we say thanks for trying us out. But if you like us, that's a great way to try out to sign up for a buck, get on the website, see what all we got. And especially come football season, it's a big boost to seeing how we get in the locker room, how we talk to players and how myself went from blogging to being uh, in the press box. There you go. That's an impressive story. And I am a, a subscriber to that website. I would highly recommend it to anyone. But let's talk about the Steelers. Let's this, do it. One thing I like about this YouTube channel and the podcast platform is you don't hear all the crap. You don't have to hear about the Eagles and the Cowboys and the Patriots. It's just nothing but the Steelers. So let's get right, right to it. Mm-hmm. I want to get your perspective. You watch more film than anyone else that I know. Um, first, on the free agency, the Steelers mm-hmm. are rather quiet. They didn't do too much, but they did make some moves that I thought were rather impressive. Um, they signed John Bostic, formerly of the Bears and of the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, that was one of those. I see it come across the wire, and I'm thinking, who? Like, I, I honestly <laughs> had no clue who this guy was. I knew nothing about him. Had to do some research. Found out, you know, went to Florida. Yada yada yada. Uh, I think the biggest thing was Morgan Burnett, the safety. He's very versatile. He's a veteran. Um, I want to know what what were your overall views on not just those players that were acquired, but what were your views on the Pittsburgh Steelers, maybe even their lack of movement in free agency and what they got in? What were your thoughts? Well, first and foremost, Jeff, you know as well as I do that the Steelers do not make ridiculous moves in free agency. They know that that's not how championship teams are built. Um, at least long-standing dynasties are built. They've always built through the draft and through their own development of players or if they can find guys for cheap. And if they can find that that occasional stab in free agency, like a James Ferrier, a Ryan Clark, those type of guys, they'll go grab them and add them into the mix. But it's not something that you see them make huge moves too often. I honestly thought Morgan Burnett was a huge surprise to me. I didn't. He was one of my higher-graded safeties in free agency. And uh, with his experience in the box, I mean, there's, I, I put tape on DKPittsburghSports.com of how he matched up one-on-one with Jimmy Graham and Rob Gronkowski, and he's able to hang with those guys. That's a talent that, 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 that this team could really use is covering those tight ends, working in the box so that they can allow Sean Davis to drop back and be more of that deep range safety to use his speed. So I think that was a huge move. John Bostic, and, I mean, I, I knew who he was. And I've I'd seen a little bit of tape on him, but the more I look at his athleticism and how quickly he gets to the ball, people look at the fact that he's bounced around teams as a bad thing. I see it as, as look, we know we're, teams knew that they had to pay that guy eventually, and they just didn't want to because they had other priorities. John Bostick's a player. He's a good He's a good, like, uh, a, a poor man's Mac, I want to say, as far as he's not like a superstar, but he's going to fill holes, and you're going to see him be such an upgrade over Sean Spence, Tyler Matikavich, or trying to put – Arthur Mozart inside linebacker. To me, that was a huge move to try and solidify. I do think the Steelers need one more inside linebacker because if you have to put, rotate in Tyler Matikavich right now, I don't think he's ready just yet. I still think he needs another year of, of improvement. Um, but who knows? Maybe this is the year that he, that he bursts onto the scene. But they, I think they need another guy to sort of be that bridge in between those players. And I think that's the move that they still 
could make. So I'm not the jury's still out on the offseason for me because I do think there's one more pickup coming during training camp. Okay, who are you thinking? Navarro Bowman, Lawrence Timmons reunion. Is there anyone else that we're not thinking of that might be a possible target? I believe it. I believe his, his name is I think forget his Gerald Hodges or Avery Hodges or Gerald Avery. But he's a he's a linebacker from the Saints. The name escapes me at this very moment. But he's been a free agent for a long time. He's 27 years old. He's right in that range you want to get. And he's athletic. He can get around. That's the thing. They need an athletic guy who can move to the ball. Now the good thing is is people are thinking, oh, why are they signing him right now? Well, the thing is, they don't need to. No one is making free agent moves right now. So the clock is ticking on these players. They're going to get more antsy to sign on cheaper deals. And also, you may the Steelers are also thinking this way. Say another team has a big player go down in, in training camp, like all teams do. We've already seen the Eagles lose Warlow and the, and the, uh, the, the, the Chargers lost Hunter Henry, I believe it was, to, to injury. Teams like that, say, they, say a team loses a slot corner. Well, then all of a sudden you feel, hey, we can move Mike Hilton to this team and get somebody starting inside linebacker or their number two guy that's a much better option than Tyler Maticavich. So I think that's what the Steelers are waiting. They know that there's several more options out there that aren't just free agent pickups. It might be a training camp trade. You just never know with how injuries and how the season plays out. So I'm okay with the patience, um, and I think that it's a smart move on their part. And if anything is, has been proven by the Steelers the past few years is that they are willing to make deals closer to the regular season. Uh, last year, it was Hayden acquired after he was released. It was Vance McDonald being traded for uh, prior to that. Everyone remembers the Brandon Boykin trade with the Philadelphia Eagles uh, during training camp. So they are not immune to that. They do look for that. That's a good possibility. Now, I do want to talk about that defensive situation. But before we get to that, I want to talk about the NFL draft class, 2018 sure. NFL drafts. Seven draft picks. Definitely some surprises in there. I want to know what your overall thoughts were on the whole group. Well, first of all, start with the top. Uh, Terrell Edmonds, I had him as a second-round pick, a late second-round pick in my book. A lot of people said, oh, he was fourth or fifth round. I feel like in my book, like, yeah, he wasn't one of the most talented safeties. I thought if the Steelers really could have gone after somebody, it would have been Justin Reed because I felt like he was the best pure center-fielding free safety. But – you look at Edmonds' tape, and I did a study on him going into the draft, and when I see Terrell Edmonds, I see a guy that can hit, a guy that can play deep. He, play, he does all of those things. The thing is he never settled into one role, so he never really had the opportunity to really shine doing one thing. And I, but I think with his size, he's the, he's the same sort of build as Ryan Chazier. He's just a, he's just a few pounds lighter than him, uh, you know, 10 or 12. But this, this guy, he can move, he can hit, he play, comes up in the box. The way he fills at the line of scrimmage, I really like how he attacks gaps and helps with gap integrity. You also got to like how he's able to fly back and find his man in zone coverages, and that's what the Steelers need. There are big guys that can, that can play that sort of dime safety package right now, be the extra linebacker, and eventually work into the rotation of safeties. And I think right now they're in a good spot with Davis and Burnett as you're starting two. And if uh, you add – you had you – um, Terrell Edmonds as your as your next guy in the in the rotation. That's another boost of athleticism. But I think the guy that everyone should really watch out for is James Washington. This guy was the best in my book hands catcher of this uh, of this NCAA class of the top of the class. A lot of the guys, even Calvin Ridley, the guy at Alabama that went ended up going to the Falcons. He, a lot of those guys, when it was big catch time, they would catch with their body. They would trap it some to some part of their their body. 
James Washington would make all those huge catches for Mason Rudolph with his hands. You see him put up the diamond, you know, find, find, locate the ball, snag it in, bring it into his body that way. But it, he was catching with his hands first. And if you check, if you paid attention all throughout the, the pre-draft setup, Mel Kuyper Jr. said the same thing on, on, about his tape evaluation of Washington. That this guy, he looks to catch with his hands, and that's such a key trait for NFL receivers. Don't try to trap the ball. Become, use your hands to make sure you're securing the ball, not your pads. Um, as far as Mason Rudolph, I thought it was a, it was an interesting move to get him. Um, you know, as far as trading Martavis Bryant so they could trade up to get Mason Rudolph, I think that it's a solid pick. If I was going to pick a quarterback, I would have. I think I would have taken Lamar Jackson. That was my guy in the draft. I think he's going to be a threat as long as he can have weapons around him. What the Ravens do with him, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but I thought Lamar Jackson would have been the perfect pick to sort of learn behind Ben for the next few years and then come up in an offense with a ton of weapons and, uh, and, and, and put, his, put it, all of his tools to use. But Mason Rudolph, the guy with a good head on his shoulders, he has a decent arm, um, not, the, not the explosive arm that you know, Ben Roethlisberger or Lamar Jackson has, but a good enough arm to complete those middle passes, get the ball deep, could, you know, create those jump ball opportunities. And uh, I think that he's going to have a good – I think I think he has a really good chance to have a good career in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, those three players are certainly talked about a lot. Um, I do want to talk about from that draft class. Sure. Who do you think would have and, – and it could be any of the seven players. I mean, you could go undrafted, but I don't think there's really anyone that would fall into this category – who do you think will have the biggest impact in 2018? I'm not talking future and who's going to have the best career, right. but who's going to have the biggest impact this year? Will there be anyone? Or well, will it be a, a jumbled up mess where they might see a little bit of time here or there? I think you're going to see James Washington having a big impact this year as the third receiving option for the Steelers. He's going to have some big play opportunities. I think you're going to see him make some big catches over the middle, beat some beat some defensive backs on some slants and some inner posts. But that's the easy answer. I want to give you guys the hard answer. And I think the guy that everyone's going to start to like is Marcus Allen out of Penn State. That guy hits hard, fills holes. Um, he, he's kind of the extra linebacker, Bill, that you like to see out, out, out of those guys. And what I like to see, what I saw out of him a lot at Penn State, he would come up, hit, hit running backs hard, be the extra sort of linebacker, and he could help in coverage. Not as much, but I think on special teams, he's going to become a useful asset and I think he's going to become an early season favorite or, well, a, a, a season favorite for a lot of people that are like, hey, I like to see a young guy that didn't get drafted high and, and finds a way to make plays for us. Do you think James Washington starts the regular season as number three behind Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster? Or do you think someone else, whether it's Justin Hunter, Darius Hayward Bay, someone like that, starts I, the year yeah. and then he eventually moves his way in? I think that's what's going to happen. Um, I think that the Steelers, they, they, they pride uh, veterans and experience in the system over all else. Um, and I think that that's, that's going to be what leads to, uh, to, to him starting like that. Because I remember, remember Eli Rogers was getting snaps over Juju Smith-Schuster at the beginning of last season. So consider that this year. You're going to, you know, you got another guy. Now the Steelers, they picked them both second round guys. You know, they're both talented wide receivers that were highly touted in their draft class and slipped to the back end of the second round. I think that you're going to see a similar situation with Washington, uh, but I think you're going to see him quickly ascend and get into that rotation similarly to how Juju did. I just don't think that he'll get as many targets because I think that Juju is going to have a, a big year himself for a, a, a good sophomore season, and that's going to make it more difficult for um 
for Washington to stand out and shine. Okay, so let's kind of the off season is not over. I mean, they're just half. It's not. They're almost through mini camp, and then we hit the dog days of summer, where obviously um, you have that whole month and a couple weeks until they report to uh, camp. And <clears throat> as an analyst, right now. Are you pleased with what the Steelers have done both in the draft and free agency? Or are you kind of disappointed thinking I was hoping they would do more? I did want the Steelers to, to make a, a, a bigger move for an inside linebacker. I thought that there was, there was a chance to, to move up in the draft um, uh, or even, even just you know, to make a move. Because honestly, when you look at the guys that were available in the first round, they were all going all gonna to go. Um, his name escapes me right now. Van, Van Der Esch, it's been so long since I've talked about the draft guys because it seems like that was like two years ago now. But uh, <laughs> I really liked Leighton Van Der Esch. I thought he, he was one of my top guys. Um, uh, the guy out of Alabama, his name escapes me right now. But uh, Rashawn um, Evans. Rashawn Evans. Evans. Yeah, I did. A, I, he was one of the first guys I, I, re- I reviewed uh, for DK Pittsburgh Sports. And I was like, this guy is a truck. He's going to hit hard. He doesn't cover as well. When I looked at Leighton Van Der Esch, I was like, man, that guy is like in so many big games. I don't know if you watched like the different games he played at Boise State, Jeff, but this guy with Boise State had it on the line. It was a big moment. You could guarantee that Van Der Esch was going to find his way to the ball. He forced a fumble in overtime. He intercepted a, a team. He intercepted two teams uh, on their final drives to close out games. He would find a way to get to the ball, rip the ball out. This guy's a that guy was a playmaker, and I think uh, it, it's it was it was. I knew that once once the word got more out about Van Der Esch, he was going to go higher up in the draft. The only chance the Steelers have was to trade up. And to be honest, I mean the Steelers they don't trade up unless they see the ultimate player like Troy Polamalu there. So I'm not mad at them for not doing that. But at the same time, uh, you know, that that's where the kind of point it's like, ah, yeah, wish that would have happened because that would have been a whole new storyline for me to analyze here at, here in Pittsburgh. All right. We got this guy with Vince Williams. How's that going to work? You know, and then the Shazier story of him coming back. Lots of different things. But all in all, the Steelers, they know they have a good core They're They, they know that they're just a few injuries or pieces away from or just bad moments away from getting to the big games. Um, and, I mean, the, the Jaguars game, they were one possession out of winning that game, one pick six or fumble return for, for a touchdown by Roethlisberger um, from, from beating the Jaguars, the team that almost beat the Patriots. And, and that's another team that the Steelers almost beat in the regular season. People who think that the Steelers are so far gone and they, they – I, I, I feel that they stand no chance because they didn't add superstars to their defense. I think you're, you're a little misguided. They still finished in the top five in pass defense, still finished in the top ten in run defense, had the most sacks. Uh, they played really great in my eyes in a lot, in a lot of standings. And uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to this stuff – I said for myself. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so – when it, but when it comes to, to their style of football, they have the players. If Hayward and Tuitt are healthy, if Watt makes a solid progression, I also think it's important to note this team has, I think, seven starters that are 25 and younger in Tuitt and Dupree and Watt and Hargrave and Burns and Davis. I mean, these guys got young guys. Hilton's another one. Uh, they, they have youth all over the place that are learning. And they ha- and they ha- and their older guys are are star players like Joe Hayden, like Cam Hayward, and I think Vince Williams, an underrated guy, he's a buck linebacker. You blitz him against a running back, he's going to win that battle. I like the, the the way they're set up right now. I think they just need they need John Bostic to be as advertised, be that Max style linebacker that stops the run and and can swat the occasional pass. 
and they need the offense to come out and be consistent. If Ben Roethlisberger can play the entire season the way he played the, the last eight games last year, this offense is in for a huge numbers-wise season. That's a great segue into the next topic I wanted to bring up. Uh, a lot of people were looking at the schedule. I know you've looked at the schedule. You've analyzed the schedule. You've looked at things like where's the bye week, where are the division games. And it, quite frankly, it's it's surprising to me how front-loaded the division games are this year. I'm pretty sure that technically, if if things were to fall in a certain way, the, the AFC North could actually be wrapped up, I want to say, by week 13 or 14. I think they're done with their division games by then. Anyways... The point is, I want to know if you were in Vegas and the over-under line is set at 11 wins for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2018, are you taking the over, the under, or are you going to be a uh, punk and hit push? I'm saying over. I think <laughs> that this team, this team is poised. One, they're angry. They know that they left a lot on the table last year. Um, they know that, And the Jaguars really left a, a, a bad taste in their mouths. If you could have been in that locker room, Jeff, after that game, the way they were looking at each other was like, man, we just let these guys punk us. And, and that was the feeling that I think that they got around. Mike Mitchell, even though he's not there anymore, I felt horrible for this guy because he tried to be that leader so many different times this season. He was hurt all year. He was trying to find ways to step up. And at that point in time, you know, everyone wanted to talk, talk to him and say, oh, how would you feel about that game? Because you called these guys out and then they just beat you guys. Kevin Colbert stood in front of his locker and said, nobody's talking to that guy. I, I, I appreciated that clash from the Steelers. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to bug that guy because that's not my, that's not my style. But, uh, but as far as right now, this team is hungry. They want to win. And I think they, they know they can't just throw away games. They've got the young guys that have had the experience and have felt the taste of losing. It's the same sort of thing that happened in the 2000s. You remember those early 2000s team with Joey Porter uh, when, he, when they lost to the Patriots and then they lost to the Titans in the playoffs and lost to the Patriots again. And the, the, fee, the feeling that it got from them and Joey Porter in 2005 just said, we're not doing that this year. That's not how we're going to work. And you saw that fire from those guys. I think you're going to start seeing that more and more from this group because now they've been to what, three, four years in the playoffs row and they've been bounced in different ways. Uh, whether it's the Ravens or, or the or the Patriots or the Broncos or the Jaguars now, they know what this is like and they're tired of feeling that way. I think they're going to be willing to step up. Yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting season for a lot of different reasons. A lot of off-field uh, narratives are going on um, and we'll t I want to have you back on and talk about that, but let's look forward now. Yeah, sure. um, and let's look at training camp because okay. July 25th at St. Vincent College in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, the boys are back in town. They will be donning pads, hitting for the first time, and that's when the excitement for the team really starts. It's not mini camp; it's football and shorts, as Mike Tomlin calls it. I don't. You can give me as many or as few as you want. Give the listeners out there some training camp battles, some position battles that you think highlight sure. these underline them uh, when you get when you take your notebook to, to camp you're writing this down keep an eye on this battle who are some of those battles one thing that has come up recently is the position of the backup tackle position because you have you had gerald hawkins who was supposed to become the new chris hubbard he really was supposed to be the new villanueva but he never matured into that and that's why the steelers resigned villanueva to a big deal last year uh but gerald hawkins going down to injury that opens up a spot at tackle. The Steelers then have to look to uh, a core of four who they drafted in the fourth round this year. 
Um, and they also have to look to, or they drafted in the third round, I'm sorry. Uh, but they, and they also have to look to Matt Filer, who was on the team last year and came up from the practice squad. But they signed Bryce Harris, who's a veteran player from the Saints, only four starts in his career. But Bryce Harris is a veteran. He knows how to work his feet, but he doesn't know how to win battles with his hands as much. And when he engages with linebackers, or uh, that's when I see problems with Bryce Harris. That's a battle I think you want to watch. Also, look at the diamond nickel cornerback positions. Mike Hilton has been the slot man all you know from all last year, but Cameron Sutton I think is one of the most underrated players in this team. He's a future star in this NFL or a future like big time role player at least. The guy knows football. He's very smart. I've talked to him several times. This guy he knows what his fundamentals and he knows the schematics of the game. Real student. Him against Mike Hilton, against Terrell Edmonds, whoever they're trying to fight to get on that as that extra DB on the field that plays that sort of William Gay role that can. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or I don't know. Maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.